to the north, south, east, and west four corners of the world. Greetings from the wild era desert of the American Southwest. I'm your host, Chaos Blue, and this is the Fanfic Maverick Podcast. We are doing a small bonus episode for you guys today. I wish I had some of that dinging breaking news music. Ding, 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 ding. Exactly. I wish I did because this is kind of a, a news bit that we're doing. I am joined today by my gorgeous co-host, Sarah from the Talking Fanfic Podcast. She graciously agreed to come on the show today to co-host this with me. Hey, Sarah. And I was so busy. So you better make this worth my time, Beth. I know. Twist your arm, right? <laughs> that's that's a joke. I was very unbusy. <laughs> Well, I'm so glad you're here because I I definitely don't want to talk about this one by myself. And uh, with all of the background work that we did with the the fan fiction history, I thought that'd be a good background to come at this on a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So, guys, I, I wanted to come here and do this news bit for you because... Sarah and I encountered something on Twitter a couple of weeks ago that we wanted to bring to everybody's attention. So for those who aren't on Twitter or who haven't seen this yet, there is a news channel across the pond. It's called uh, Channel 4. (laughs) I know, I know. And the Channel 4 Press Twitter feed posted a story on June 24th about a brand new TV show that they have in the running that is supposed to come out later this year. This show will be hosted by Mel Gedroich, and the show will be called The Really, Really Rude Puppet Show. All right? It's got puppets. <laughs> it's, got, it's got puppets. And I know that you've read this news press, Sarah, from Channel 4 about this horrible, horrible puppet show. What's your initial understanding of what's going on here with this supposedly planned puppet show that they have coming out (laughs) later this year? Yeah. Yeah. So I I also, I think just randomly, I think I followed the, you know, hashtag fan fiction tag or someone had shared it in the fan fiction community. I don't know. But um, yeah, so it's obviously a, a UK TV station. And I think the UK, you know, all their TV is sort of, I don't know if you call it state run or not, but... I think it's kind of similar to a BBC situation. And yeah, so the article just kind of announces this new show. And obviously from the title, you can tell there's puppets in it. But more relevant to our interest is that they are inviting celebrities. This is just layers of humor here. Celebrities onto the show and the celebrities read out. I think they're all erotic fan fiction pieces. and then. As they're reading them out, they're also being acted out via puppets, which is just like so many questions there, just generally. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a what the fuck moment, right? Yeah. When you're just like, come again? Like, are you for real? <laughs> you know? This is just like, I've kind of gone through a couple of stages. Like my first reaction was just like, obviously, what the fuck? And then it was kind of like anger. So I made a salty comment. And then, well, I'm still angry about it it's sort of melted into just like general amusement of like this is kind of what mainstream media and television is reaching for in order to like stay relevant or or just try something because as kind of everybody knows like mainstream media cable television you know all these net like network tv 
that is TV that's not on Netflix, Apple, HBO, like streaming platforms, which is where everyone watches television now, they really don't know what to do. So sort of amazingly, this is the idea, <laughs> which is... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's... I, I don't want to go too on because I'm sure you, you have questions, but that's the basic understanding. It's that it's celebrities and puppets and erotic fan fiction. Yeah, no, that's exactly it. Uh, you know, by the way, guys, this is the first time Sarah and I have been able to actually sit down and actually talk about this with each other. So you're kind of getting our live reactions here yeah. to this whole thing because we've been aware of it for a couple of weeks and I've been wanting to do a little quick show about it. But uh, so this is the first time that Sarah and I are talking about it. So if this sounds a little unhinged and a little all over the place, um, you know, our apologies. But, um, you know, the first thing that I noticed was uh, you can tell that this article here posted by Channel 4 Press was done by someone with some marketing expertise, shall we say, right? Oh, yeah. Because the way that they write this article, I just wanted to read out like a couple of really short pieces from this. So <laughs> one piece that kind of stood out to me was uh, the new series steps into the literary world of adult fan fiction. Stories penned by hobbyist writers centered on amorous adventures about celebrities or characters from literature and pop culture. And then the article goes on to say, this is going to be a, a celebration of erotic fan fiction with puppets. You know, so... Like, <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say a, a celebration of fan fiction dot 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 <laughs> with puppets is yes. what really... It's an astounding sentence. Yes, it really is, though. It really is. Because, you know, you can tell that they tried to spin this as, hey, guys, where are your friends? And we're, <laughs> you know, we just want to celebrate fan fiction with you guys with puppets. It's going to be rad that's kind of how it sounds though you know like they're yeah. trying to kind of gloss over this and be like oh it's gonna be fun and it's gonna be celebrating fan fiction writers and it's gonna be great and blah 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 right oh yeah it's clearly written by someone who's probably read the wikipedia article on fan fiction and of course i mean it's it makes sense it's like a press release so they're trying to um you know spin it in the most positive way possible but i think it's I, I mean, I don't know how many, I mean, I, I've read the comment section and it's mostly negative and it's, and it's a lot of fan fiction writers. I don't know how seriously they'll take that or if this will affect the debut of the, of the show at all or how much they actually care. I mean, Twitter is just, it's an interesting place because it's easy to kind of forget that like life goes on outside of Twitter and like something can blow up and have a lot of outrage on Twitter and it. And sometimes that has consequences, and a lot of times it actually doesn't. So I'll I'll be you know interested to see if like people's reactions on Twitter actually have any effect on on the show itself. But it certainly seems to have mostly like a lot of negative comments. I think, and that's and that's likely because the only people that are going to read this article are fan fiction writers. Like, oh, Channel Four is putting out a press release for a new show. Like nobody gives a fuck except for the people specifically kind of, you know, it's specifically a fan fiction thing. So anyway, I don't know where I was going with that. Yeah, you know, my question too was, what are they going to do with the backlash? Because you're right, when you go through the Twitter announcement of this show, I can't find a single positive comment on it. And by now, there's got to be over a hundred comments here. And they're all from the fan fiction community who have come here to tell these folks how they feel. 
about this idea, about this show that's supposed to come out later this year. And, you know, normally I would leave this sort of drama to fester on Twitter. I would just leave it there, (laughs) you know, because, you know, whatever. I said my piece, right? However, Sarah, I kept getting folks pinging me on Twitter about this uh, this post. So that made me constantly go back to the post to check on the, uh, the latest comments and everything. Yeah. And that's when I found something that I found particularly disturbing. <laughs> Ooh. Right, right. So what they don't tell you in this uh, Channel 4 Press article is that their plan here is to reach out to actual fan fiction writers to ask them to produce content for the show, right? Uh, Interesting. uh, To use or to produce? Well, here's the thing. I found out through a couple of Tumblr posts, and I will be linking those Tumblr posts on the show notes. So go check out fanficmaverickpodcast.com for the show notes where you can find the links to these Tumblr posts. But what they're doing is they are contacting, it mostly seems like it's RPF fan fiction writers at this point. So they're contacting these writers and they're saying, hey, would you be interested in, uh, you know, producing some content for the show? What they're doing is they're trying to rally a bunch of different fan fiction writers to write some pieces. And the Channel 4 press team supposedly is going to be giving these fan fiction writers a particular direction to go in, right? Like a prompt. In other words, and then the writers are supposed to write their piece. And then (laughs) what they're doing is they're taking all of these different pieces from different fan fiction writers and their team is editing it on their end and then stitching it together to create a story, which begs the question, right? Why do you not just write your own fan fiction stories? Channel 4 Press. That is actually really interesting because, in fact, I had made a comment on this that was like, oh, so you're you're using people's fan fiction writing uh, without their permission, which actually now I see that that was an uninformed comment. That's it. I'm sure we'll find many other things as you're revealing these facts that I don't know. Yeah. Well, it was a reasonable assumption. It was a reasonable assumption. A lot of people made that assumption when they went into this because they didn't say that. They didn't state that. I do see here, now that I read closely, it does say this series will showcase specially commissioned fan fiction writing and with the help of top script editors bring the stories to screen. So, hmm, that's interesting. But it actually, that's kind of strange because that it actually gets to the question of like, what is fan fiction? So if you're contacting people that have written fan fiction in the past for their, apparently their probably knowledge of tropes and stuff, but then you're commissioning them to write something that a script editor is going to like tear up and, you know, edit and reform into something that can be used. It's like, is it even fan fiction anymore? So that's, but that, the, so that's kind of one, one strike on the side of like, well, maybe this actually isn't a big deal. But since they're using the term, they're, they're marketing it as a fan fiction show, which, is probably why I would explain our assumption that they're using real fan fiction. Like, people are going to think these are real fan fiction stories. 
which gives fan fiction a comedic and probably a bad rap, which it reinforces. It's going to reinforce all those bad stereotypes that we've talked about in the past. Yeah, that was my thought when I found that out. They can't write it themselves. They can't do it. And here's why. Because this isn't meant to be a celebration. This no. is meant to be a comedic opportunity to point the finger at fan fiction writers and be like, ha, 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 look at this awful, like, you know, cringy, silly fan fiction that somebody wrote out on the internet, you know, ha, 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 ha. If they wrote it themselves, they'd be pointing the finger back at themselves, essentially, right? So because they're commissioning this from actual fan fiction writers, then that allows them to point the finger. And be like, ha, 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 you know, we're not laughing at you. We're laughing with you. <laughs> but, you know, we know that's not true, right? We know that's not true. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's just, it's allowing them to like, yeah, as you say, like feel like they're, or at least claim that they're sort of part of the club and to, yeah, laughing with us, even though they're laughing. at. And it's, you know, I'm a fan of comedy and I think you should be able to laugh about anything. Really, but it's pretty disingenuous to like say that, oh, this is a celebration of fan fiction. Well, now that we know that, number one, it's not actually fan fiction, really, because you're commissioning writers to write you a script and then making it like that's not what fan fiction is. Fan fiction is like a non commercial, you know, something that fans do on their own time and dime, and it's creative and transformative and all that stuff. And it's not for a fucking show. And uh, yeah, it's, it's not a celebration of. Of fan fiction it's comedic which you know it's just it's something else so it's kind of I don't know it's disappointing it is disappointing it's very disappointing because you know what like you said we do this on our own time and dime right they are exploiting the unpaid labor of our community for their own selfish purposes here and that's just the way it is honestly I expect that they'll probably offer to pay something to these fan fiction writers that they commission, is it going to be actual writer pay? No. These fan fiction writers aren't part of the writer's union over there in the UK or here in the United States or anywhere else in the world. So they have no obligation to pay actual writer's fees to these folks, you know. And then it's just, it's awful. It's just like freaking awful that they can't just write it themselves, that they have to go exploiting labor out of our community to get this done. And not for any sort of feel-good celebration, but because they want some laughs and they want to make some money. There have been many reports at this point of comments being left on RPF fanfiction writers' fanfictions posted up on AO3. And here's, here's the thing I find funny, Sarah. All of these comments from the Channel 4 press team have been left from guest accounts on uh, AO3. So lovely. they're not being left from actual like AO3 accounts or usernames or what of have you, not. which, right, of course not, which again, what does that tell you? That these people are not part of our community. They're coming in from the outside. They don't know anything about AO3. They don't know anything about us. So they're coming in with these guest accounts and leaving these creepy ass comments on fan fiction stories on AO3. 
Do you have any of those? Like, do they leave an email address or how do they expect to get contacted back? I'm not really sure how they expect to do that because these are uh, guest accounts. On the two Tumblr posts that I will be linking up on the show notes, excerpts of these AO3 comments have been put on these uh, Tumblr posts. I believe that the posters have probably left out the part where the C4 team has left their contact information. So that's not part of the information that I have available. So I'm not really sure how that's working, but that's what they're doing. They're leaving creepy ass comments on people's fan fictions up on AO3. The AO3 team has been notified of the situation and they have been taking down the comments when they are reported, when they find them, because it's against AO3's rules, obviously. You can't solicit for commercial purposes on AO3. Yep. And this counts as commercial solicitation. So they are responding to the situation. That's not really what I'm upset about. <laughs> Not really. I mean, it is. It is. Of course it is. I'm upset. I'm upset. But it gets better, Sarah. It gets better. Really? Oh, yeah. You tell. <laughs> so as you know, <laughs> you go onto a guest account on AO3 and you start randomly reaching out to AO3 writers on AO3. Do you know anything about the AO3 writer that you're speaking to? You do not. Sometimes I, I, people could put something in their profile, but most people don't. Exactly. Right? Exactly. And Sarah, do you remember growing up back in the 90s, early 2000s? <laughs> what did our parents always tell us not to do on the internet? Don't use your real name. Don't use your real name. And don't tell anyone how old you are. Right? Right. Ah, oh, I see where this is going. Yeah. So I'm trolling through the comments on this tweet. I've been following the story for a couple of weeks. And there's this comment on there from uh, someone in fandom who uh, is on AO3, like the rest of us. And this person says that several of their fandom friends under 18 have already been contacted by the Channel 4 press team. Under 18. And these people are reaching out to minors, to minors on AO3 to ask them to write erotic fan fiction for a TV show. That is my sticking point. I mean, the rest of it is awful, obviously. Like, I'm upset. But when I saw that, that's what upset me because, like, you know when you plan to do this that this is a real possibility, right? You have to know that. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I could say, not at all support for Channel 4, but I'd be interested to know, like, what their first, like, interaction is and if they specifically ask for an age and if the age comes up under 18 if they immediately shut down conversation or if they're commissioning you know 16 year olds i mean not that any of this is a good thing at all but it you know i don't know that would be interesting to know i am not trying to say that they would allow a minor to write erotic fan fiction for their tv show i'm sure that they would not i'm not trying to say that at all but the very fact that they are soliciting yeah fan yeah. fiction from a minor just by virtue of the fact that when you reach out to a stranger on the internet, you have no idea how old they are, that is a problem. And I cannot for the life of me figure out how they thought that this was a great idea. No, and the thing, the thing is, if they were to actually, they could easily find a, like a few fan fiction writer consultants who they are aware of their age. Like there's people that kind of like are more transparent with their age or you could 
you could find that out and find and find some people and say like, hey, do you want to consult on our show and kind of educate us about like what are the tropes or you know point us towards some fan fiction to kind of model this script after, and then you have their script people write it. But I think part of the pitch of the show is like spinning it as if they are kind of lambasting actual fan fiction, which is we just said they aren't because it's specifically commissioned and written for the show. So this isn't even authentic fan fiction at all, but they want to market it that way. It's just kind of a mess. It's like, why bother trying to find fan fiction writers to sort of do your dirty work for you when you, you could probably find a couple of adult consultants and just kind of like do it that way. It's yeah, there's all kinds exactly. of, it's crazy. Exactly. Yeah. That's where I have a huge problem because if you read the very end of this news press article, it says that this show has been in the works for four years. Yeah, that's cr- I read that too. And in all of those four years, you couldn't sit down with your legal team and say, hey, what is the best way to go about this in a way that doesn't get us sued, that doesn't make us look like creepy ass fools, that doesn't have us reaching out to minors on the internet asking them to produce porn for us? You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. The PR is as bad as the le- the legal angle. I don't know if they're thinking that because fan fiction is based, because uh, it uses the fair use exception, that like, fan fiction writers don't have rights to their works, which actually they do have some rights to their works. So Channel 4 can't just pull your fan fiction and read it and make money off of it. But No, they can't. But it's like, as, a, as you're saying, from like a PR standpoint, like it's pretty bad. Well, right. It's bad. It's bad. And in some places of the world, there are legal ramifications for soliciting mm. minors mm-hmm. and things like that. I work for a company, I'm not going to say the name, but we do a lot of legal stuff for a lot of legal people. So I do work in the corporate legal sector. If my corporation was planning on doing something like this, you bet your ass legal would be in the room at every turn telling us what we could and couldn't do to make sure that we're not breaking any laws, that we are above board, that we're not doing creepy-ass shit like soliciting minors on the internet, you know? And I'm not saying that they're doing it on purpose. That's not what I'm saying, guys. I am not saying that they are doing it on purpose. What I am saying is that the way they have chosen to go about this is creepy and not okay. Yeah, and actually, you, you made me think, too, that, like, when you know, when you're reaching out to somebody, not only do you not know if they're, like, some 14-year-old kid, what if they live, I mean, on AO3, people in mainland China can't access AO3 anymore, but they might through a firewall or, say, in Russia. And those governments, those state governments don't look kindly on fan fiction, much less like LGBT rights, uh, you know, stuff like that. So you could be putting some writers in like a weird position by like, I mean, I don't know specifically, you know, how you would be like discovered, but say, you know, the Chinese government found out that you're like, found out that you're a fan fiction writer, an erotic fan fiction writer, much less a slash, like a male male kind of fan fiction writer, like that could get you in actual physical danger and trouble. So I don't know how realistic that is. But I just thought about that. It's like, well, that could put some people in some weird positions, because just because the UK and the US are kind of free speech zones generally that a lot of the world is not. Yeah, exactly. You could be putting people in danger for all you know. So anyway, that was the biggest sticking point for me. (laughs) 
I'll be honest, you know, like it's creepy enough that they're just contacting people randomly out of the blue, asking them to do this. But it's even more creepy when you know that they are inadvertently reaching out to minors, people under 18 years old and asking them if they want to write erotic fan fiction, which is just horrifying. I hate it. Do not like yeah. And it just smacks of like, like you said, they're not doing this on purpose, but they're, as in they're not being malicious about it, but it just smacks of like a situation where you've got a bunch of industry writers and none of them are fan fiction writers and they're not familiar with the world and they don't know the etiquette and they don't know how to navigate. And so they're just like awkwardly crashing in because their bosses are like, okay, by Monday, I want 10 potential prospects for commission works. Like they're just doing their jobs, which, you know, is whatever it is. But it's like that's that runs antithetical to like what fan fiction is. And it's ignorant as to how the fan fiction world works. And so it just it's just shitty. It is shitty. These are corporate colonizers trying to bust down the door. Essentially, that's how I see it. Yeah. It's like that fan lib thing. Yeah, I was just about to say that, Sarah. What does this remind you of, right? <laughs> yep. What, what does this fucking remind you of? Did we not just do an episode about this last year, about the fan lib debacle, where the fan lib folks were doing the same thing? Before AO3 was even created, you know, these fan lib people were reaching out, leaving creepy-ass comments on people's fan fictions, trying to get them to, you know, pull their works into the fan lib site and everything. This is the same damn thing yep it's just people trying to make money off of even if these are commissioned works it's essentially the same thing it's yeah they're just trying to make a buck off of fan fiction writers and even if they're commissioned and like you said we don't know what they're paying these commissioned authors like if you say commissioned it means they're paying them something but surely not what they deserve i mean likely not but it's yeah it's just it seems like the same thing as like the kind of commercial world or the or the capitalist like a corporate entity sees an opportunity to make money and a space that is specifically not they like see this as like a little mine you know of like oh well this fan there's all this free content just sitting here like it's like a fucking like a vein of oil in the ground and they just can't help themselves like we need to figure out a way to make money off of this and commercialize it and they just can't fucking help themselves. And it's like, you know, this is like kind of a special space that in 2007 we recognized this problem and Astolot recognized this problem and they worked really hard to make this nonprofit entity to sort of build an ecosystem in a world that is a gift economy and that is outside of kind of the kind of capitalist economy that we sort of have to use because it's sort of the best we have right now. But it's like it's really special here in the non-commercial world of fan fiction where like it's this beautiful thing that has nothing to do with money and they're just fucking trying to come in and kind of ruin it with puppets. Yeah, yeah, with puppets trying to capitalize <laughs> on it, which is exactly what the FanLib people were doing. FanLib, same thing. They saw fan fiction happening on the internet and thought, ooh, how could we make money off of this? Blah, blah, blah. You know, and it was all about shareholders and it was all about making a profit and it was all about exploiting, exploiting the fan fiction community. I mean, it's, it's terrible. It's terrible. And so like <laughs> Channel 4 Press, they're not the first to try this and they won't be the last, but... That's essentially what's going on here. They're trying to capitalize on something, like you said, Sarah, that's really special, really special to us. This is our special space, and we don't do it for profit, and we don't do it for this and that. It just kind of feels like a fox got into the chicken coop here. Yeah. 
sort of at a pragmatic angle, the funny thing, I mean, I would be very surprised if this does well, because the thing is that, like, people that watch, maybe I'm wrong, I, I think Channel 4 is like a network, so that means that they have, like, a schedule, so that means you're going to, like, watch this at a certain time, unless they probably have, like, an online streaming thing, but basically they probably rely on viewership of, like, actual TVs, which who watches actual TV? People, like, 55 plus mostly <laughs> yeah do those people yeah. know what fan fiction is much less care about what it is it's just gonna be like this strange show you know with puppets and it's like such such a ridiculous kind of cheap way to sort of like act out this fan fiction i mean it will probably be amusing for a couple of episodes but it's like the staying power of the premise to me seems very thin and i don't think it's going to have an audience that makes any sense i mean they've been working on it for four years you know so who knows right but it just i was thinking that like this isn't gonna be successful yeah well i think it's only planned for six episodes oh it's like a limited thing yeah it's like a limited thing because i think that they realize they realize that this is not sustainable they know that. Why would you work for four years to make something a six-episode show? I have no idea. So I have no idea. But, you know, anyway, nobody on the internet so far, at least on Twitter, thinks this is a great idea. So I hope that this all comes back to bite them in the ass. That's what I'm hoping. But, you know, my hope was to come on here and just remind the fan fiction community <laughs> that we've seen this before with FanLib and with other corporate interests trying to come into our community and, you know, exploit our labor and try to make a profit off of it. We've seen this before, right? Um, we've seen how stuff like this can hurt our community. And so we are imploring you that <laughs> if you're a fan fiction writer out there, especially if you're one of those younger fan fiction writers that maybe didn't get to live through the FanLib stuff, these things hurt our community. These things hurt real people. These things hurt real fan fiction writers. And so we are imploring you that if you get a if you get a comment <laughs> from Channel 4 Press on your AO3 fan fiction, please don't respond. Please just report it. Please don't consider doing this because I think at the end of the day, this kind of a thing hurts our community more than anything. And uh, and we don't want that. We don't want to see this community hurt. We don't want to see our safe spaces destroyed. We don't want, you know, outsiders coming through our front door and destroying this uh, this environment that we've carefully curated over many years, many decades. So we're just asking that. Uh, what, what do they, What do they say, Sarah? You know, <laughs> resist. <laughs> yeah, there's got to be some like World War II poster slogan that would be. <laughs> Loose lips sink ships, or you know, <laughs> yeah, something like that, right? Something like that, like, yeah, don't fall for this. I know that uh, there will probably be a lot of posts about this up on the R fanfiction Reddit thread of people getting these types of comments, and we'll probably post them up there and be like, What is this? Is this a scam? The answer is yes, yes, it's a scam, it's always a scam when it's a corporate interest trying to make money off of you through fanfiction, it is always. A scam. Well, yeah, and Channel Four is not going to be the only people to to try and um, do this, and and they haven't. They're not the first, obviously. So I'm sure there's been stuff like this already. So yeah, absolutely. As Cass Blue just said, like just report it or delete the comment, ignore it, because 
and listen, you know, you just, it's all about knowing your history. If you take a little bit of time to look into the founding of AO3, you know, you can listen to our history podcast episode that's on my show and on Cast Blue's show. Like, it just gives you an appreciation for the hard work that people had to put into making AO3. Because that was the point where 2007, after this fan lib stuff, after all these corporate interests were trying to make money off of fan fiction writers, like, Astolat has some quote in that live journal post where she says like we have to decide right now what we want our next year two years five years what we want the future of fan fiction to look like and are we going to make our own door or let somebody else kind of like structure our future for us and so they decided to do the former and create a nonprofit and create AO3 and it's been like an unbelievably stunning success and it's easy to take that for granted if you weren't around in 2007 if you didn't know that was happening if you weren't around for the strike through purges and all that stuff which is the purges are a direct consequence to corporate interests in the fan fiction world because corporate interests don't want controversial material that will get them in trouble and so they have like a direct interest in what you're writing and that's why a lot of fan fiction got deleted from LiveJournal. And so if you have an interest in like a free space where you can write what you want and you can read what you want, then you have a responsibility to educate yourself about what AO3 is about and why it's here and why we need it. And yeah, just report this comment, <laughs> you know. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that was my soapbox. Yeah. Exactly. This is our house, guys. It is our house. It, it is. Yeah. It's our house. Lock the fucking door. Yes. Kick these guys out. Like, this is not okay. This is not okay that they came through our front door to our fucking house on our front lawn to do this. This is not okay. We were having a party and now there's this drunk asshole coming around, creeping on the girls. It's like, we need to kick them out. It's time to go home. Go to bed, C4. Go home. Go to sleep. Exactly. Exactly. The bouncers are here, y'all. You better bounce. All right. (laughs) So (laughs) I've never done a call to action before on the show. Never done one, but I'm going to do one now. Now, let me be clear on this, okay? I do not want you guys to pile on Channel 4 Press. I do not want you to pile on the host of this, uh, you know, puppet show. That is not what I'm asking you to do. I'm not asking you to make a riot on Twitter. I could see you winking, Beth. I'm just kidding. I know. That's not what I'm asking you to do. Here's what I am asking you to do. The two Tumblr posts that I will be linking on the show notes, please go to those Tumblr posts and reblog them. That's what I'm asking you to do. That's my call to action today, folks, because I want as many people in the fan fiction community to know what's going on and to be prepared when they see stuff like this happen in their comment section. I want the younger generation of fan fiction writers to understand why this is bad and why they should not cooperate with these people. So to do that, we need your help. We need you to reblog these posts, these informational Tumblr posts to as many people as you can. Spread the word. If you guys are on Discord channels, if you guys are in uh, you know, fan fiction communities online... We encourage you guys to tell as many people as you can that this is happening. Um, and like Sarah said, you know, keep your eyes open. Of course, report those uh, <laughs> those comments when you see them on AO3. AO3 is aware and they are taking them down when they find them. But I just think that it would be a really great thing 
for as many people in the fan fiction community to know about this as possible so that we can all do our part to fight against it and say, no, no, we're not going to cooperate with this. And no, this isn't okay. Yep. I'm in. All right. That's what we're asking you guys to do for us today. Thank you so much for your assistance here. Hope that you enjoyed this little news section of the Fanfic Maverick. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe. And we will see you next episode. In the meantime, keep, keep on, on rolling. rolling. <laughs> <laughs>